Welcome to the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs GSD, the number one podcast for aesthetic and beauty business owners who want to get stuff done and become the entrepreneurs the world needs them to be. Many of you out there are uncertain, overwhelmed, and confused about this thing called business. Where there's uncertainty, we give you comfort. Where there's overwhelm, we create calm. Where there's confusion, we provide clarity. So, hi guys, welcome back to uh, Set Your Entrepreneurs Get Shit Done. It's Richard Crawford Small, and we're continuing our journey on fourth era businesses. Now, if you've not listened to the previous um, podcast episode, I really recommend that you go back. Actually, I think you should probably go back and start right at the beginning and binge the whole thing um, because um, there's lots of great insight and interviews and experience with some really, really experienced business owners, marketers, entrepreneurs. Um, that I've had the great pleasure of um, you know spending a, a bit of time with and um, I'm sure there's much that you can take from all of that. But if you, um, you know, if you really want to kind of dive straight in, go back and listen to the previous podcast because it sets the foundation for what we're going to talk about in this one. Um, so I'm literally going to jump straight into it and talk about the creation of a fourth era business. Now, um, fourth era business is one that's geared up and set up to maximise the opportunity that is presented in the uh, you know coming um, gro- global economic boom, which is going to be after this this little this recession, this deep recession that we're about to go through. So, um, getting everything set for January, February, twenty twenty one. We've got six months to get get our shit together, get everything in order, and create this fourth era business. Now, what is a fourth era business? Just to recap, a fourth era business is a business that has four kind of things in in place. Um, it's like I said, it's in a position to weather this severe economic depression. Um, it's created long term business value. Um, it's clearly differentiated in the crowded market, and it has pricing above the market average. Those are the four kind of pillars. And what we're going to talk about today is 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 the first one, which is how to manage a a severe economic depression is about becoming an entrepreneur. Um, You need to think like an entrepreneur. And this is obviously what, you know, aesthetic entrepreneurs and my background is all about is because as an entrepreneur, we're not afraid of, of change. We're not afraid of these words like depression and recession that are thrown around. I see, you see them as, as opportunities because in anything like this, there are always winners and losers. You know, people make a hell of a lot of money during economic downturns. And, um, you know, and some people, unfortunately, you know, lose a lot of money. And I'm not here to be a, a victim. And I'm most certainly not going to allow any of my clients to, to feel that way either. We're going to thrive, we're going to prosper, and we're going to grow. And chief in all of this is is your mindset. So the first thing... Or for a you know a fourth era business is that you've got that correct entrepreneurial mindset, and 
how we're going to help you do that is through a couple of things. First thing is we need to learn how to manage fear. And it's fear of a lot of things. It's fear of change. It's fear of being knocked outside your comfort, you know, outside your comfort zone. Um, but generally, when I deal with you know my clients when they arrive first off, it's just fear of the unknown. And you know we're about to go into a pretty you know <laughs> pretty depth, you know, depths of the unknown coming for coming into the next sort of six months. And um, but I want you to embrace it. I want you to not try and see the end. Um, just, you know, all you can deal with is what's in front of you and, you know, engage with a plan, which we've just given you, you've got a plan on how to, how to manage it, um, and follow the steps through. And the first thing about managing your fear is just kind of understanding what it is that you're trying to understand what it is you're actually afraid of. Um, and generally, as I said, it's, it's just a fear of the unknown. Now, if you just consider that basically 50% of what you're going to do, um, won't work that means that 50 percent of it will work what we want to do is stack the deck in our favor and by doing that it's just creating really really simple simple plans simple strategies to help us manage the sense of overwhelm creating lists doing our list of life eisenhower matrix all these different tools that i use you know brain dumps on a sunday night write down all the things that i've got to do put it into an Eisenhower matrix to prioritize it and then execute it. You know, the reason we sort of, you know, took a bit of a hiatus on podcasting is because as as much as I enjoyed doing it, um, my focus had to be on working with my clients one-to-one. And it's not so much as just creating a podcast. I mean, those of you who do this and list create podcasts will know there's a lot of prep that goes into this. It's not just about rocking up, turning the mic on and going for it. I wish I was that good, but it's actually preparation, thinking through what it is I want to do, what I want to say, planning it, mapping it out, and then, you know, hopefully delivering something of, of value. So I had to prioritize where I was spending my time and not just my physical time, but also my, you know, my mental capacity, where it was. So one of the things we need to do is go back to our basics, back to the core philosophy of aesthetic entrepreneurs, which is, you know, create an ethos around focus, consistency and discipline. Um, if you do these things, you'll manage your fear, you'll manage the overwhelm. So focus on the goal, eyes on the prize. What is it you want to achieve? You know, you want to hit January 2021 with a business that is fourth era. It's lined up, it's lean, it's efficient, it's focused, it's mean as hell. You know, it's ripped. You've got rid of all of, you've trimmed all the fat. You've got a clear definition of what it is you want to achieve, why you want to achieve it, and you are ready get aggressive with this so lean into it that's the first thing then you know it's obviously delivering your messages with consistency and be disciplined to turn up every single day some whether you want to or not according to your plan your plan can change as i say demonstrate it take a break from the podcasting come back to it but so long as it's done to a strategy and a plan and it's not haphazard then your message will resonate and it will be effective so we need to be looking at that as the first sort of step. That's how you'll help manage that fear and those that anxiety. Um, we need to then, you know, look at helping you to manage and create and sell on experience. Now, second step, sell on experience, not on price. 
So some of you who have been on this journey with me for a while will know this. Go back to some of the previous podcasts where I've talked in depth about, um, you know, telling stories and how telling epic stories have epic results. Telling average stories have average results. So an average story is about something around commodity. So what's the, you know, about products and services. You know, you're you're selling other people's um, stuff because you're talking to them about the amazing technologies that you'll use rather than telling the stories about how you use that that technology to change lives. How you are so bloody good at what you do and you're world class. These are the things that connect. So you've got to get into the habit of telling epic stories building the picture of who you are and why you're so good at what you do and then it's about leadership you know the the final step is about lead about creating um leaders and evangelists and vanity metrics are not the way forward anymore it's about engagement it's about trust and it's about making sure that the people who are talking to you and listening to you get what you're doing Understand why it's important, um, but also coming along on the journey with you. And ultimately, they, they're the ones who become your, your clients, your fans. And I've done exact, I've done a very, very similar thing in, in Aesthetic Entrepreneurs. And the, our Facebook group, our, our free Facebook group, um, hit about 1,200 people a couple of times. 1,200 seems to be a bit of a magic number for it. Because it's the magic number where it starts to lose its structure and become a little bit uh, like all like a lot of other Facebook groups, um, where there's you get the sort of antagonistic and you get the wrong type of people and and backbiting and all that kind of thing. And I was absolutely very focused that my group, my my tribe, my community was not going to be like that. So very recently, what I did is I, I basically took out. 400 of the people who were not engaging in the group cleaned it right back down to 800 people and all of a sudden the engagement came back it sprang up it's a safe place it's it's you know focusing on those sorts of numbers not on hey I've got a Facebook group with 10,000 people in it no one yeah it sounds great when you're kind of pitching it to you know sort of um suppliers or you know potential partners who value volume but I don't work with guys who value volume I guys work with guys who value engagement and um you know interactivity working with the one and we sell to one person and invariably we end up selling to many so you've got to become the person to lead your tribe you know as I'm standing forward stepping up and saying hey guys I believe that the way that you can take through the next you know six months is work to create a fourth era business. And then in 2021, that's when you'll be in a position to ride the wave and grow. Because after all recessions, you have 10 years of uninterrupted growth. So we're going to be in a position with a business that's lean, effective, focused and and, and um, well run, well marketed to drive that forward. And that's the position I'm taking. So you've got to find your own message to your own clients about what your purpose, and it generally comes from your purpose, from your goals, so from your vision and values. So, so the first step in all of this is say is is to be entrepreneurial. This is how you're going to manage that fear and change that mindset. Um, if you need to work with a coach or someone like that to help you to 
to do this. I think it's a very, very good investment. I work with a great coach called Karen. Um, if you're in the Aesthetic Entrepreneurs Facebook community, please, you know, and if, if you're listening to this and, um, you know, wondering where we are and, and where we, you know, where do we play? Um, if you go to uh, the website, which is www.aesthetic-entrepreneurs.com or aestheticentrepreneurs.com, um, click on community and there's an opportunity there to join the Facebook group. Love to have you in there. Um, and then from there, that's where essentially we are building all of this um, insight and experience and knowledge and delivering it to our clients in that particular place. So, um, you know, and that's where you'll get the most value. So if you're enjoying this podcast and you're in the aesthetic sector, then that's where I would say your next step is to take that step and go. And, um, you know, we can help you um, help you in there. So, you know, those so those are the four kind of steps is manage this fear, get your head around how you can do it. Everyone's got their own strategies. As I said, my strategy is around um, laying it out. So what am I afraid of? Generally, when I get that little bolt of adrenaline and it's like, oh, my God, I've got so much to do. I will get the whiteboard and I will literally just write it down. It's it's I will draw it. I will map it out um, and lay it out in a way that I can see. Uh, and then it sort of sits in the in the corner. I've got a fl- I've got a, a whiteboard that's kind of like a flip chart. Um, with obviously with the paper taken off it and I just write it there and it, it leans up against the wall um, and it's perfect because I can see it every day I look at it and then once I've completed everything that's on it then I just wipe it and I go again and it really helps to structure my thoughts um, and I spend time in front of it working on my business it's it's a great thing to be able to do so then this ethos you know create your own ethos or just you, you know work with what we we have which is looking at you know focus consistency and discipline those that's the ethos of aesthetic entrepreneurs you know how how can you create an ethos that passes on to your clients so what are your principles what are your values and how can you you know because if you communicate your vision and values effectively it's amazing what happens with your business you all of a sudden you 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 generate engagement from people who share your vision and values you become resonant with that particular part of the market and dissonant with others people sort of say to me well how do i put how do i attract the right client so well, you you say the things that that client wants to hear but you do it because you believe it you don't do it because you think it will make you money that's not an ethos that's just you know opportunism so you find your own ethos three words which is great ours again focus consistency discipline is what we what we preach and what we we live by yours could be something different but when it comes to your own vision and values that's what you need to bring forward um and then you know the say the, the you need to then look at experiences you know what are the experiences the great results that you've had and how are you going to communicate those to your client base um get into the habit of not just relying on you know industry created before and after images to do your marketing for you you've got to start to engage with clients you've got to start to get video testimonials you've got to start collecting the evidence that you are true to your ethos you've got to start collecting the evidence that you are true to your word and that 
that will inspire people. That will inspire them because it's not just you saying the same thing. It's other people who are supporting um, and backing you up um, because they've experienced your product, your service. They've experienced your, um, you know, your work and are happy to, to share that. Yeah, you know, these guys practice what they preach and, um, you know, they're good people. Great experience, had an amazing transformation and um, and go for it. And interestingly, those kind of stories, you don't, I don't hear them very much. It's one of the big frustrations that I have in the market is that the barrier is really low. Lots and lots of people tell stories about commodities, goods and services. Not everybody tells stories about, you know, their, how why they are leading the market, the experience and transformations. And the reason is, is because to tell those better stories, you have to invest. You do. You have to invest time, energy and money. The three resources that an entrepreneur has. Time, energy and money. That's all you've got and they're finite. Um, so you have to invest in them in to enable you to be able to create those stories. And the, going back to the fear is often people's fear is of spending money. So they'll put time, their own time and energy into it. They'll burn themselves out because they're afraid of spending money, afraid of investing in the right things. Um, and I was like that. You know, I was afraid of spending money. I used to do all my own social media. I used to do everything myself. And actually that was directly, I can see the collapse of failure of one project it was directly attributed to that. I found myself in a bit of a situation where I knew I needed staff, but I couldn't quite afford it. I couldn't quite afford to get them. So I carried on doing everything myself. And eventually, you know, I, I sort of started to burn out. But also being of an entrepreneurial mind, I got bored. Okay, who got, I got bored of doing the same things over and over again. Um, you know, so I it, I stopped doing them as well as I could, and then I stopped doing them completely. And it's at that point that you realise that actually you need to start to outsource and get rid of some of these tasks. And this comes back to the consistency and discipline. So now I am, yeah, 100% in charge of the strategy and how we create and the content that we create. Um, But the production and distribution of that, I have outsourced. I don't do any of that anymore. So I I get to create the content, which is brilliant, but I don't put the put them together, schedule or post, um, which is brilliant because it frees my time up to do other things. So I am no longer I have invested money with other people, and they use their time and their energy, which frees up my time and my energy for me to be able to create ways to make more money, and that's how the that's how the, how it works is. I invest my money, other people use their resources to help me save my resources, time and energy. Because if you're tired and you and time poor, it's difficult to create. And if you don't create and innovate and generate new things and new ideas, you will find it really, really difficult to actually increase your revenue because you're not creating the things that your clients need you to create because you're not able to think. And, you know, this fourth era business um, you know, strategy has come directly from my the the time I've had to be able to think through the challenges in the market on a broad level, on a top level, and then look at what are the what are the actual strategies 
that we need to do. So we think that the fourth era of business is the purpose, it's the why, it's the thing that's going to take the UK aesthetic industry into the next step. Um, if you want to be part of that, that's absolutely fantastic. And that's why we're doing these podcasts and courses and workshops to take you on that journey to help you manage the next six months of developing assets and then using those assets to leverage your business over the next you know two to three to four years helping you put the structures in place to be able to create and recreate and design and develop and get excited and fired up about all these sorts of things um so that's you know and then looking at the strategy and we know that in order to do those sorts of things we need to create these four solve these four problems one which is managing fear and headspace one is looking at long-term business plans and models the other one is helping you differentiate and stand out in a crowded marketplace and the other one is to put your pricing up so you can make some more money you know that's it then into the how we do it so i'm doing the same things i'm talking to you about now and i've done the same things and removing the, the, the weight of admin and social media creation and generation has directly enabled me to in, invest my time and energy in the right places create new courses new structures make you guys the money to be able to pay and invest in me and my team to help you to help us create the ideas and the services and products that will help you make more money that then you can invest in us to help do you see where we're going with all of this so this is how this works and it's it doesn't just work in a kind of you know the level in our business it works in your business as well absolutely will do so start to think entrepreneurially about your resources start to think entrepreneurially about your ethos start to think entrepreneurially about how you're selling and directing your your messages what messages are you creating and sending into the market are you sending a message into the market that you're cheap ass and willing to negotiate on and that you don't value your own time you don't value your skills that you don't value your own um investments in your time energy and you know that you are there to serve or are you a partner are you there to lead and create become an evangelist and create inspire you know leadership in others and create communities of your own to help them solve the problems that they have and once you, when you do that last little bit when you connect all the threads together the last bit happens and um, it's a great place to be because once you have a, a, an engaged community then you don't you find yourself not having to sell you find yourself not having to um, you know kind of dig in and experience the anxiety of having short-term business models so because essentially if you don't have a community what happens is every day that you wake up you've then got to essentially generate the revenue to pay the bills so on the first of the month you wake up and you look at a zero bank balance and you now know right I've got to literally graft to pay my own bills I've got to pay the business bills I maybe I want to have a holiday I'd love to do this I'd love to do that and suddenly you're in this little world of anxiety because you've got to be the one to generate that revenue and you do you work your ass off and then you manage to do it and you pat yourself oh yeah do you know what I did it 31st of the month and I I did it and I had a great month look at those sales fantastic and then you've got to do it all again the next month and the next month and the next month 
And then all of a sudden you have one month where it just didn't work. And suddenly you're in a deficit. And you've just... Or you've overspent. Or the tax bill has come in. Or, you know, or the car's blown up. Or, you know, something's happened and you just have to... um, You know, then you've got to dig a little bit deeper. And you've just got no resilience. Or in this instance, you know, lockdown happens and the door slams shut and you're not able to generate revenue or income. And that's what we're going to look at um, in our next podcast. The next episode is going to be around creating these um, these habits um, and enabling you to create what, what I call it's a diversified business model. So it's a business model that operates on different levels. So it's not just about you waking up in the morning and having to, you know, generate the sales to get you through the day, the week, the month. It's about waking up and then thinking, right, you know what? It's the first of the month and all of my bills are paid. They're all paid out and I haven't got to worry about it. All I've got to do now is generate my profit. And it's possible to do. Um, it, it involves work, but hey, that's what we're here to do. And, you know, if you're listening to this in the future, this is all relevant stuff. You know, this is all just you know, because I'm, I'm talking about this at a particular time in life, you know, middle of July 2021, 2020, sorry, nearly jumped a year ahead there, um, mid-July 2020. Um, this is still relevant, you know, in, in 2022, because, you know, having a diversified business model makes absolute sense. Thinking as an entrepreneur makes absolute sense. So, you know, if you're picking this up and you're thinking, well, is this relevant to me? Of course it's relevant to you because, you know, I don't know how long we're going to be living with COVID. And even if once we are no longer living with this, um, the world will have changed. And these diversified business models are going to be embedded in our habits. This is the way that we buy, the way that we engage with our client base. And if you're working on them right now with me and my team, then I would say that you are going to be in the top 1% of the uh, businesses, not just ascetic businesses, but businesses. So get ahead of the game. Start thinking about what we've what we've covered in in this this particular podcast. So just you know, go about one last time. Is you know, to summarize, we want to create fourth era businesses. We're creating entrepreneurs. The first step in the four is to create an entrepreneur. How do you do that? Manage your fear. So start to think about your strategies and how to manage your fear and planning. Create an ethos, uh, a habit. Create a, a some tenets coming from your vision and values that you can communicate to your client base. Ours is focus, consistency and discipline. Sell on experience. So create the stories. Invest in the, t- in, in the tools to enable you to create the stories to sell on experience. You know, it's, look at your time, energy and money. Look at the resourcing that you, um, that you have and, um, you know, use that wisely. And then think about creating uh, leaders and evangelists from your own communities. So creating, the, using the guys who are, you know, really kind of come, working with you closely and use them to communicate back into your existing marketplace um, and tell the tale. So... That's it for this week. So next week we are going to be talking about these diversified business models. So have a fantastic week. Like I said, if you've got any questions for us, um, you know, feel free to jump into Set Entrepreneurs. If you've this has created joy in your heart, 
please you know give us a review leave us a little bit of feedback i love getting the messages you can email me richard at rcsconsulting.co.uk um that's my personal email address i'm putting it out there to the world that if you've got any questions just pop a message to me if you find me on facebook ping me a facebook request and say hi uh, and I'll, I'll respond to you there as well uh, we're here to help you guys um get through this challenging phase ahead um and hopefully this podcast is is part of the um your kind of support um team if you like to give you the information and insight that you need to help get you through it so have a fantastic week guys look after yourselves and i'll speak to you all soon take care subscribe now for tips insight and stories to enhance empower educate and elevate your business to new heights